constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, hello. Welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. Ambrosia um, is a bit under the weather today. Are you doing okay? She's taking a sip. I sound um, like I'm sick and I am. And that's because the show must go on. (laughs) Indeed, the show must go on. Well, thank you uh, for being here today with any part of your voice you can be. Um, And uh, yeah, you guys, we haven't done like an episode with just the two of us since we've been back from Joshua Tree. So today we're going to recap a bit of the retreat. Uh, We're going to announce a new retreat, which is exciting. And we're going to talk a little bit about, I guess, something specific that I was working on at the retreat that has just kind of been bleeding over into my life that I feel like is really relatable to uh, a lot of people. So let's start with the retreat. Feedback. (laughs) feedback um the feedback was (laughs) damn it the feedback was overall I would say overall I had a good time there were a few hiccups that we overcame but overall I had a good time um there was a few things that you know we opted to try to do this time that I was like, oh, this isn't working. Like we've got to readjust and and move quickly through this. So I think it was good. It was a good learning experience though. It was also, there was also just a lot of things that like when we do retreats, no two are alike, you know, Mm -hmm. and we know that going in and every time we go somewhere new, it's a whole new set of curveballs and things you have to learn on the fly as you're there because you've never been there before. So like, Um, it was one thing that happened was it snowed while we were there, which literally the whole weekend, almost the whole time in Joshua tree, which literally it only snowed the three days we were there before we came. It was beautiful. And when we left, it was beautiful. Um, when we left, we were like flying out of the airport. It was gorgeous. Um, and it was just kind of funny like that, but you know, it made for a different type of experience instead of being out in like the warmth and the sunshine, we were kind of like cozy in our really adorable house and property. Mm-hmm. Um, really some people kind of might think like, well, snow, you could still be outside in the snow. Yes. If it's the right kind of snow, you absolutely can be, but this was like slushy hailing ice. This wasn't yeah. like really pretty big flakes with like really good 
outdoor activity snow. This was like, it was rainy and inhaling and slushy. So, but that being said, we did still find a way to do the outdoor excursions mm-hmm. that we like somehow, well, Ambrosia woke up with the intuition. If we don't do these excursions today, which was like the day before we were supposed to do them, we're not mm-hmm. going to get to do them because the next day. Yeah. And also something that we learned is like in the desert, it's kind of like you just drive 10 minutes one way and it could be whole different weather and environment over there. So yeah. turned out that when we drove 30 minutes to do a TVing and drove into Joshua Tree Park to see Skull Rock, it was like actually, well, for the ATVing, it was like actually pretty pretty. Mm. And Skull Rock, it wasn't raining. So it was like at least nice that way. So we did get to still do those things. But yeah, it was um it was very just different environment. And but I, I was thinking about it. And overall, like I I agree. Like I actually really I enjoyed it and I enjoyed the things I learned from it. Um, and I enjoyed the different uh I, I thought too, I, I I think we talked a lot about this, me and you, but like something that I think we've been working on together is the ability to let go and just go with the experience, whatever it is, instead of fighting it and being like, no, it was supposed to be like this or like, it should have been just saying, okay, well, this is what we got at this point in time. So we're going to roll with it. And I think this retreat showed me like, whoa, we've come a long way with that because if this were like, couple years ago it would have been we would have been freaking out and crying probably yeah (laughs) so I have a question I know this is not like what we're supposed to talk about today but I want to ask you what has been your favorite retreat so far okay so I was thinking about this and I think my answer is a bit of a cheat answer because I mean because because here's the thing my favorite retreat was the retreat that was the most perfect retreat, meaning the least amount of things went wrong and it was the easiest retreat. And also like, I mean, everyone there had a great time. It was fun. It was light. It was, it just was like, it, nothing went wrong. Right. Nothing went wrong. Everything went right. It was in and out, very easy and very enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. The last one we did right before this. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Uh, the first Sedona retreat. Yeah, I think that would be my like non-cheat answer. Because I think that that one, we just had so many surprise elements that was so fun. It was like just so many different elements happening. And so, I don't know, the people really connected. I really liked that one. What has been your favorite excursion experience that we've done? Um, well, I really like the helicopter ride in Sedona. Yeah. But I also really liked when me and you rented an ATV in Sedona. That was probably like my favorite. Like that wasn't a group excursion. It was just a me and you thing after everyone had gone. But I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that. What about you? Um, The helicopters were really fun. I really liked the ATVs on this last one. The ATVs like was really fun. Um, It was a really good way. This time we rented different ATVs and everybody got their own ATV. So as like before, when Ambie and I rented one, we had to, like I was driving and she was like the passenger, but these ATVs were more like personal ATVs. So, which I thought was a really good for the um, exercise or the experience because everyone got to decide how far they wanted to push themselves because we where we were ATVing there was like really high hills or there was like really basic like you know um flatlands 
it really demonstrated our personality types too. Cause I think Catherine was the one that was leading everybody. Right. And she so, was so she, calm and confident. She, she went straight so up to the fearless. top. She went straight up to the top. And so that gave me the confidence to like go mm-hmm. to the top too. Yeah. And then when I got there, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And Chelsea <laughs> and I were like, no, 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 no. And like freaked out <laughs> and like had to fully, I had to fully get off my ATV, turn it around, which scared mm-hmm. the shit out of me. Yeah. And then like everybody had to like talk me down, but it was, it was nice. It was fun. Cause it was good. Yeah. Like group bonding activity as well. Yeah. And also like, it was a little scary at times. And also you had to, also what I learned at the end was like, nobody changed their gears around, which I didn't understand the gears either, but I knew you either had to pull up or push down. And if you changed your gears around, it made it so that you could go up or go down or like do the things you needed to do. So it's like, that's another element. It's like some people chose to engage with that some people were like, nope, I'm, I am just sticking to what I know. Um, I was very aware of like how easily you could flip them. I was very aware. Once you're on them, I was like, oh shit, like this is no joke, but it was, it was good. It was like one of those. And that's the whole reason that we have like helicopter rides and things like that, because there's an element of fear, but then there's also an element of like, you can overcome this fear. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. do the activity and it was it was really nice i stayed on the flat land for most of it but it was fun it was fun yeah i very much enjoyed that um i i i was really glad we got to do it um and also i i really thought that like the kind of there was there were a lot of like curveballs in this retreat like for example we were talking earlier about how basically our food situation was different this time. So we were doing like, we were picking up from places and everyone was just ordering what they wanted, like whatever sandwich they wanted or whatever, you know, for some of it, some of it, I was cooking actually. And everybody loved my (laughs) ugly pancakes. (laughs) Like what's in these? I'm like, literally less than there should be. (laughs) I don't make them the way that you're supposed to make them. But anyway, um, And so like we called this place that was like a pretty popular Joshua tree place where you get like sandwiches and they were just like, like, yeah, we'd like to place an order for 10 sandwiches. And they're like, um, no, we can't really accommodate that today. And we're like, what? So then we thought it was okay. We were like, okay, maybe 10 sandwiches is a lot. It's not, but maybe it is. So we are like, okay, let's call and place an order for five sandwiches and see if they taste, take that. And we called with someone else and place an order for five sandwiches. And they were like, no, it's, we can't accommodate that today. And it was just like, what is going on? Um, and I think that is the thing that we're talking about is like, when you go to a new place, like you think things are going to be normal. You think that things are going to be the way you expect, but um, expect the unexpected, the yeah. theme of this retreat. And I think like, that's, so uh, we went to Kauai, not for a retreat, but we we did go to Kauai for an event. And that was the experience that I had in Kauai too. I don't know if you remember us trying to rent bikes and like the first bike shop being closed down. And it was like, it was like a Saturday or some shit. And we're like, yeah. what the hell? And like Hawaii time. Yeah. Hawaii time is the very similar to that's the, the feeling that I got in Joshua Tree. It was like, I'm going to do this on my own time. I don't feel like doing this today. Totally. Exactly. Um, But it was great. Like everybody pretty much was able to roll with it. And 
<sighs> yeah, that is the retreat experience. So then we got back. And also for me, it was really nice to know that I could leave my baby. It was the first time I left him and he did really, really well without me. Um, so that was great to know. And that led us to be able to book our second retreat of the year, Ooh. which which is called Blooming on the Water and is going to be in Lake Murray or rather on Lake Murray. It is a lake in South Carolina. Um, the, the city is called Lexington, South Carolina. And actually, the way we were able to book this retreat is that um, one of our listeners, she has beautiful properties in that area and she mm-hmm. just finished this new one, no one's ever stayed in it. It's brand new. I'm not sure if no one will have ever stayed in it by the time we get there, but it just opened for rent. Um, so it's gorgeous. It has a huge dock. It's right on the lake. And we're going to do things like paddleboard yoga and some other fun things that she mentioned to me that I don't want to say because I because I'm not exactly sure how it works, but like some other fun things that are special to the lake. Um, And yeah, we're just going to continue this series of blooming, blooming wherever it is that we go. So I want (laughs) to say really quick that I posted about this on my Instagram. So if you want more info, check it out, go to our website. Or if you're watching this on Facebook, I put the link in the live. Okay. And then I want to say that a lot of the people that wanted to come to Joshua Tree or that were interested in Joshua Tree, but the dates didn't work out, have already booked their spot for this one in South Carolina. Um, So this one's actually halfway full already before even announcing it. So what I want to say is we are still working out some fine details for our third and final retreat for the year, which is going to be in August. So if you, I've had someone reach out to me and say, I want to go to a retreat this year. I know I want to go but I can't do the dates because it's Memorial Day weekend for South Carolina. She asked me, where are you going to next? I told her she's going to get on a conversation and pay her deposit with us. So that one's going to start to book up too. So if you are interested in a retreat. I had no idea it was Memorial Day weekend. Wow. Yeah. Cool. If you are interested in a retreat and this weekend doesn't work out for you, reach out to us because we can absolutely work something out for the next retreat, put you on a wait list, whatever the case may be. But we only have seven spots maximum left for this one in South Carolina. So if you're interested, the finances don't work out or the timing of it doesn't work out, reach out to us still because you're going to want to get, I promise you, you're going to want to get on the next one. Also, um, this is, I forgot, this is uh, something we really need to announce. So If you guys have been listening to the podcast, you know that we're starting to roll out sliding scale pricing across our business. Um, And what that means, if you don't know, is that it is pricing that is variable dependent on your specific set of circumstances. Um, So basically, we have tiered class equitable sliding scale pricing. And what that means is when you go to our website and you look at, for example, our Super Bloom uh, Intuitive Development um, Program, which is now available to you forever once you sign up, 
um, that has these three tiers where it basically asks you to evaluate which tier you are in. It gives you examples of what you might be experiencing in your life. And then that's the price you invest at. And you're the one who, you know, determines where you are. So we said we were going to continue rolling this type of pricing out throughout the rest of our business. And so this retreat is going to be the first retreat that we are rolling out sliding scale pricing for. And so again, what that means is when you go to the website, and if you go to interbloompodcast.com and you click events, you'll see this event listed. When you go into that event, you will see the tiers and um, what the different levels are. So the top level at most is $4,000 or $3,700 if you pay in full. If you go down a level, it's $3,300 with a payment plan or uh, $3,000 without. And then if you go down to the, the lowest level, it's $2,500 uh, with a payment plan or $2,400 pay in full. And so we really want to provide more opportunity for more people um, because we know that a lot of our community wants to come and we want to meet our community and we want everyone to have the opportunity to be in community because we know it's really important and it's transformative. Um, so that being said, uh, make sure you go check out the sliding scale pricing because maybe this wouldn't have been doable before, but hopefully this gives some more opportunity to folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super exciting. Yeah, it is really exciting. It feels like a, a I'm excited to see the new people that we're able to interact with through doing this. And um, if you do click on this link, once you determine what tier you're in, you're interested, once you determine what tier you're in, go down to the bottom and there's just a very short application and it's just asking you a bit of information about yourself. And then, you know, we'll set up a quick call, uh, just make sure we are able to answer any info for you or, you know, make sure that this feels like a right fit for you. And uh, yeah, that'll be that. Cool. Totally cool. Um, so that's our big announcement. Um, uh, should we talk about the thing I wanted to talk about? I feel like we're, I feel like it's how far into this podcast are we? I don't know. Let me see. 15 minutes, 18 minutes. Okay, cool. So Today's going to be a sh- bit of a shorter podcast, but we'll we'll kind of end on this topic. I know, by the way, guys, usually we do the news stories. I thought of that today, but Ambie's sick. And I just, I also just was like, I, I didn't want to do it today. Um, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just telling you. Um, but so I just wanted to share something that, you know, when I was going into the retreat, this past retreat, you know, I... Ambie and I both have our own intentions that we we have that we're working on, even though we're leading the retreat. And something that I was working on was really this idea of embracing the likable sides of me, the sides of me that I would want people to see, right? But also mm-hmm. the sides of me that I don't want people to see or I think are bad or wrong. Like, for example... I'm, I, I have OCD, you guys know that. And I'm also a perfectionist. I know a lot of people are and struggle with that. Um, but because of that, it makes it so that it's like, I realize I'm living in a state of constant fear that I might be blank. Like, oh my God, what if people think that 
what if you do this and people think you're selfish? Oh, like, like, like that's something that plays in my head a lot. And it's like, it's like the worst thing that could happen in my mind. Right. And I think I finally realized that my fear of being seen as that is actually like where a lot of my pain comes from or my suffering or my, uh, my energy is going to. So then one day recently, it was like this voice in my head that was like, okay. And so what if you are self? like, what if you are selfish and then what, like how, what does that mean? Mm. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I just thought it was like a really bad thing. And it's like, well, I guess it, it can be, but like, do you think your moments of selfishness is like overshadowing who you are like, or the, the positive parts of you? Do you think that is like the main aspect of your personality? Or do you think it's just something that shows up every once in a while? Cause you're human. And it's like the latter. So it's like, okay, so can we just say like, yeah, sometimes I am selfish. Sometimes I am a brat. Sometimes I am like, I suddenly found all this power and just being like, yeah, sometimes I am a bitch. Sometimes I am inconsiderate. Sometimes I am. And I know this sounds like negative affirmations. I, I really get that. But I can't tell you the amount of like power and energy it gave me and is still giving me to be able to sit in it and just be like, yeah, I am those things sometimes. And that's because I'm a human and that's okay. It's okay to be these things. And I think that, I don't know, we just live in this society that we're so afraid of people hating us or not liking us or getting canceled or whatever. And I'm not saying those things aren't still of concern to me. They are. But I'm just in this really deep practice right now of like holding, especially the parts of me that I think are, I guess, unlovable um, and being proud of them in a way. Um, And I feel like that has been continued. That was shown to me throughout the retreat. And it is continued to be shown to me throughout my life. I feel like it's a big theme I'm working on right now. Like, I guess, integration of those, those parts. And um, yeah, I guess I just wanted to share that in case anyone else is going through that or having those parts come up and let you know, like, what if you did just say like, yeah, I am that thing that maybe is negative because the the reality is we all do have that. We all do have those parts. There's no human alive. I don't care if it's Gandhi who doesn't have those parts, you know, it might be smaller degrees, but it's okay to be human is the point. It's okay to admit our humanness. So I agree with that. And I think especially like in the spiritual community, people are like, shaming these unwanted or negative attributes of ourselves and it's just leading to a lot of more a lot more pain a lot more hurt a lot more discomfort when we could not I don't know about embracing maybe embracing them but not necessarily like yeah I'm selfish so I'm not going to give anything to anybody but embracing them in the sense of like what you're saying to, yeah, sometimes I could do that. And then also having enough clarity and um, wherewithal to check yourself and kind of say, okay, how can I grow? How can I, you know, what are these aspects of me that I want to see and look at, but not feel shame around them every day because you feel like uh, people don't know you. And if they found out who you are, then they're not going to like you. Cause I think a lot of people can relate to that to some degree. 
Yeah, I think that's what I mean by embrace them. It's like, instead of living in fear, oh no, people might see this part of me as selfish. I'm just using the selfish thing because it's the easiest thing to access. Instead of being afraid of that, it's when I'm saying embrace it, it's like saying like, yeah, that is a shot. That is a feeling that is a aspect of me. And that is a side that I show. And it's okay that it's a side that I show sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be this perfect, nice lady all the yeah. time. I, if I want to be a bitch, I can be a bitch. You know what I mean? You know, those, those people like from reality TV or something like some, some are the character of the bitch and people love them. They love mm-hmm. them because they know they're that and they embrace that. I'm not saying I want to be a selfish or that I want to be a bitch. I want it to be okay when I have those moments because I am a human. And I think it's very stifling when we perpetuate the idea that we can only be this happy, woke, conscious, uh, perfectly mannered character that is unrealistic, you know? And of course, we're always going to be doing our best and we're always going to be learning But for me, I think the easiest point I found to access that is to look at those parts of me and say, why is it so bad to be those things? I can embrace the times that I am those things and know that it's just one element of me. It's not me. It's just one element, you know? Um, So, yeah, I feel like if we could all kind of give ourselves a little bit more room to be this multidimensional being, which doesn't just include positive things, sometimes it includes negative things and just own that, just be like, yeah, yeah, then we would have more empathy and more self-love, obviously, because we'd be accepting more of ourselves but we would also understand each other a little more. We would understand that like we aren't these two dimensional characters that we all see on each other's social media. We would understand Mm. that we're just like, we're real humans who I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're like an influencer or a teacher or a guide or a, a podcast host or whatever, that person is a human and they're imperfect. They're not perfect. And I think a lot of the time we feel like we need to be perfect or else we won't be accepted. But it's like, why don't we just lead with the fact that we're not perfect and let me show you my selfish side and let me show you my angry side and all that. Like we were talking about with uh, Rochelle Indra last last Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you and I have been talking about this for a couple of days and I've been talking about this with my oldest son and it's this parasocial relationship, right? And the parasocial relationship is a false relationship. And what that means for everybody that doesn't know this, it means that when you watch TV, when you listen to this podcast, when you um, have someone that you follow on Instagram, all the things, you see pictures of their family, you hear stories about our families, you hear stories about us. And it builds a false sense of a relationship because unfortunately the relationship is one-sided, meaning that you know us, but we don't know you, for example, right? And so it creates this, this pedestal situation. And the only place to go when you hold someone on a pedestal is down. So anytime someone does something that you meet in real life, there's a phrase that says, never meet your idol. And the reason for that is because you don't look at them as real people. 
right? You look at them as this, this pedestal. And I do this all the time to people and I'm working on it. But when they don't hold up to your expectations, they fall. And I think the last time this happened to me was I met someone who was a who was a big influencer. I really looked up to him. And when I met him, it turned out he was kind of a douche. And I remember telling other people that I was with and telling myself, like, he's just a person. He's just a person and he's going to make mistakes and he's going to be kind of a douche and all of these things. And it feels like, unfortunately, when you have that dynamic and that relationship, there is nowhere to go but down. So things that might not seem like a big deal if it was just two friends are a bigger deal when you have that unbalanced dynamic. What are your thoughts? I agree. agree? (laughs) No, I, I was, I was listening. I was also listening to my son screaming bloody murder. Um, (laughs) I just imagine the baby being like bloody murder. Bloody murder, bloody murder. Oh, it's just kind of funny. Do we have any comments from the um, audience? Yes. Um, Judy said, yes, I agree with this. I feel the only way you're going to address it if you is if you hold yourself accountable. I think she was talking about uh, the parts of you, the, yeah. the less desirable parts of you. I like <sighs> that word, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to be all right? Do you think maybe? Oh, oh he's having a tough day. He yeah. looks like he feels yeah. how I feel. Yeah, pretty much. I'm sure. I'm sure you guys do. He's I getting over a cold. I would cry too, man, if it was socially acceptable. It is socially acceptable. Cry. I will cry, cry, cry. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm happy that you shared about that because I think that is something I'm, I'm realizing more and more. It's actually like it's really common no matter who you are now that we have social media because everybody has a social media following. And I feel like I hear people talk about that constantly, the the need to like live up to um, the appearance that they've created unknowingly. You know what I mean? And I think it's really upsetting when you feel like you're letting someone down because you're somehow, um, you're somehow showing that you're not what they think you are when you always know they're you're not, mm-hmm. but you are aware that other people are expecting something of you that you're not. And I feel like that's what celebrities always like true celebrities always say yeah. is like, mm-hmm. and that might be why they don't enjoy meeting people. Cause they know they're letting them down. You know, mm-hmm. if someone sees someone as iron man, right. And he's not iron man for you. Yeah. What if he's just like, yo, dude, I, I just want to be with, he doesn't play up the Iron Man character. He's that's really Robert disappointing. Downey Jr. Yeah. yeah, that's really disappointing. I'm sure Robert Downey Jr. is pretty good with people, but like some, anybody else, like he's, he's an exception, but anybody else, it's like, I'm sure it's disappointing and I'm sure celebrities know that. And so that's, that's pretty disheartening for them as well. So I think it's just, I guess I'm just talking about like just There's another a girl level on social media that I follow that she did something. I forget what it was, but she did something that I was like, oh my God, it's like, I don't even know her. And then I was yeah. like, you don't know her, you yeah. psycho. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, you have no idea. Yeah. Right? But it, again, it's like, I feel like I know her. I relate to her. I understand, right. like, I know her backstory. I know, like, 
who she dated. I know all of these personal things about her that creates that relationship. And yet there, there is no relationship because she has no idea who the fuck I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's the whole thing is that I think we need to start. It's kind of the the way that you feel when you realize that your parents really didn't know exactly what they were doing. You just thought they did, you know, because they're your parents. That's a tough day. Because you just realize that everybody's just a human. And so I think that this is what I'm saying is like, for me, it feels so powerful because it's like, oh, this is the way that I like own my human and say, I'm not going to let you turn me into a two-dimensional thing because I'm going to show you my other parts and I'm going to love my other parts myself, you know? And what are you going to do about it? If I love my moments of, quote, selfishness or I love my moments of bitchiness or whatever it is, what are you... what is anyone going to do about it? You know? And I think the other way we live in fear that somebody is going to be like, you're a fraud. And it's like, yeah, we are being frauds in ways because we don't feel like we can fully show the full spectrum of all the the elements of our humanness. So anyway, that's just the journey that I'm. I want to say really quick, and I haven't shared this with you, but I want to say that there was a moment at the retreat where someone said something to me and I'm not going to say what it was. Wait, wait, but- wait, 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 wait. That's interesting. It just got knocked out of my ear. Say it again. Someone said something to you. Okay. If it gets knocked out of your ear again, I'm not going to say it. Okay. But at the retreat, someone said something to me and I'm not going to say who it was or what happened, but essentially it made me feel like I was being too much. Like mm-hmm. I was being over the top and I was trying to get attention and all these things. So at first it played in my head, like all of the negative thoughts that I've been told when I was a kid, like you're too much or too that. And then I thought, like, you have worked your ass off the last seven years to not have this negative voice. If this person thinks you're too much, then maybe you're too much for them, but not too much for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And, like, I kind of got back into it and, you know, like, got back into, I guess, the swing of everything. But I want to say that we all have those moments. We all have those moments. And it turned out like it was just in my head. It wasn't this person didn't think that. But um, yeah, we all have those moments. We all have those moments of feeling like we're too much. We're not enough. All of those things. Totally. Normal. Totally. Yeah. So that's that's it. I think there can be a lot of healing done when we all... uh, are willing to, and and that's what this podcast was based on, right? Vulnerability mm-hmm. and showing those different parts of ourselves and letting ourselves be imperfect. And so, um, yeah, you know, if you're part of this podcast community, thanks for being a part of it. Thanks for <laughs> when the podcasts don't go perfectly, when my son is screaming and is delivered to me, do you just want to be on the podcast? Is that what happens every week? Um, one day we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But that being said, if you guys want to uh, come be imperfect with us, uh, you know, and be in in person, yeah, be imperfect in person. How cute. Um, Yeah. Come to South Carolina or stay tuned for uh, our third and final retreat of the year, uh, which we are still ironing out. Um, And uh, we love you. And until next time, keep on blooming. 
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.